Wednesday. What up, what up, what up? What up? We in the building. Fresh off of the banana. I mean, oh, that's racist. Fresh off of the Delta flight. Fresh out of customs. We're here. Looking tan and bronze. Fresh out of customs. Fresh out of customs. Me. Not. Nowhere. Here. Atlanta. Stuck. Still. So, what's up, girl? Birthday girl, still your birthday. Get it, get it one time. I know it's Leo season, but this council right here is still celebrating. <laughs> I know it's Leo season, <laughs> but this tourist is still in the building. Grab something, grab a champagne glass. Let's take a drink to that. Damn. Ooh, yes, honey. So, what's going on, everybody? I am Yola, and I'm sitting here next to LA from the A. a. And today we have a not so talked about subject in our community. Mm-hmm. Because no one really wants to talk about these things. Um, but that's why we're here, right? We're here to start the conversations, to get people talking about things that make them uncomfortable so that we can promote a change, mm-hmm. right? So tune in now, comment, share it. Um, We need your feedback. Regarding okay. it. And let me know if you want to come on because we will literally um we'll uh, add you on to our broadcast. Okay. We are streaming live. We are. And we just we send are you streaming live, live. And if you're on Podbean, mm-hmm. you can chat here and I'll read your questions out loud. So but before we get started on that, let's just do you know what we normally do. LA, how has your week been? Um, my trying to try to kill me today. Put it out there. Um, just watch me fitness try to kill me today. I'm, I'm putting that. Out just there. watch me fitness try. To, I'm trying to kill you, sir. Leave her alone. Don't try, try to kill her. I need her. her. So you see her. You see me. If y'all see me doing SOSs, <laughs> help us. Help out. Come get me. Please don't give me ASAP without hesitation. Right? Ooh, I know it's for my good, but baby. But that's what that's what happened when you go to Jamaica. My baby, my body was not. Um, that's what happens when you go to Jamaica. She was not ready. She still needs to be in recruitment state for. Um, okay, because you was tired. Because you had too, you had too much fun. That's right. cool. So, um, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been doing it nothing since last week. I've only worked. Since last week. Oh, I've been working. So I ain't work out. Working. I ain't eat nothing good. I ain't eat nothing bad either. That's good. I didn't I haven't done anything. This popcorn. That popcorn mm-hmm. is on point. I I what did I do interesting? I'm trying to see. I just worked. The thrift store had a ten dollar bag sale. It was it was awesome. Amazing. Amazing. I oh, love I that. Miss the bag sale. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay, we have another Yeah, probably next month. Um, so we got some new signs for that. We put out some new things. So thank you for your donations for that. Um, this is really good. I'm listening. No, you're fine. Girl power. 
That's Carmel Popcorn. That's all I have. From the Hampton Popcorn Company. I'm going to at home. Is that in New York? I think it's in Long Island. It's home. Yeah. It might be one of the yeah. family members. So, um, um, we are talking about mm-hmm. destigmatizing mental health issues mm-hmm. in the black community. Now, what does that mean? It, it basically, <laughs> it means a lot, right? Because when we're talking about destigmatizing any issues that we have, mm-hmm. we are, we, one, let's just, let's speak on the fact that in the black community, we don't even acknowledge mental health as an issue. Correct. Right? Correct. Most of the time when we speak about mental health, we are saying that the person is a little touched. Crazy. Or slow, right? Or crazy, but no one talks about the chemical imbalances that take place mm-hmm. in these situations. No one addresses the post-traumatic stress that you go through just from being black, right? Right. No one, no one takes those things into consideration. Everybody, even as a black woman, I feel like the thing that you hear often is. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Get over they it. You want to sweep it under the rug. Get over it. Once you go on with your life as if nothing had happened, we don't talk about it. Um, whatever what happens in this house stays in this house. Okay. Um, they say that. Well, we all say that. Yeah. You know, um, not even taking in consideration that someone may need help. Someone needs someone to talk to. Um, because we all deal with stress differently. Not, you know, everybody don't deal with stress the same way. You know, and so, um, and if you don't find an outlet or don't have some type of outlet, whether it's um, whatever your passion is through the arts, is talking to someone, whatever, you know, um, it, it can really, really become detrimental to but, your well-being. But, so it's a, it's a stigma in our community because, we don't want you to talk to nobody about your problems, but God. Somewhere right. along the line, somebody told us you God don't need to talk about no to none of your problems except God. He's the only person that can fix it. He's a healer. He, he's a healer, and, and a way he's God. a way he's a way maker. But listen, gives me all I love my I love medicine. God. You love God. In my room. What's wrong with you? In the room. <laughs> I know. But really, that's the only God. person in the black community that you're supposed to talk to about your issues and concerns. And let me let me let me say this though. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Is it really because they think or know that God can fix all, or is it that they don't want to be embarrassed or held accountable? I think it could be all, all of them. Well, well, really, accountability in the black community looks like I did something wrong, and I don't want to admit to anybody that I did something wrong. So the stigma of going to get help is, and it, the stigma of going to get help said, you saying there's something wrong with you, right. right? So no one wants to admit that it's something wrong with me. I seen a meme, and it said, I had to apologize because sometimes I'm the problem. Mm. A lot of the times you are the problem. problem. How 
you're you you remain the problem by not seeking help from someone that knows how to fix the right. issues. And, th- and and to add that too, we have to realize that when you have these traumatic experiences as young as kids, mm-hmm. right? And then you become these adults and you have this issue with that issue and you're thinking oh, this is this way because of this, that, and other that happened. Right. Not even understanding or realizing that it really is that way because of what you went through as a child that had never been right. dealt with. Exactly. And so the child it was like this snowball effect that actually um, really just really um, just messed up whatever it was yeah, in, your, in your adult life. I agree. I agree. I believe. I, I think that a lot of times, because we talk about this a lot, we talk about how the things that happen to you as a child mm-hmm. affect your decision making skills as an adult. But no one wants to admit that they're still showing up as the five year old who dad didn't pick them up, mm-hmm. or the seven year old who mama who slapped them. Or no one. I mean, again, accountability, mm-hmm. admitting to others, and your first of all, it is not even others that you need to admit things to. It's yourself. Right. You need to look in that mirror and say to yourself, you know, this is what I went through. Mm-hmm. The actions of other people do not necessarily affect. They are not going to determine who I am, but I can't also allow those things to deter me from being the greatest version of myself but right. sometimes people do get caught up in saying oh or, or a crutch but this happened to me so i can be a messed up person to someone because this happened or if this hadn't happened to me then i would be farther along in my life so right. and i did read something um a, a, a counselor i think she said that black people have a, pro- a hard time of letting go. Ooh. She said that black people want to remain the victim at all times. They don't know how to let go. So if something happened to them 10 years ago, 10 years ago, it happened, you can't do nothing about it, but it's still affecting your decision-making skills 11 years later. Yes. Something that happened to you 10 years ago, if I, if I pinched you oh. on Tuesday, it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be affecting you on Friday. But I remember this repeating. But it shouldn't. You should let that go. That should happen. Move on. Right? No, but that affects Yeah. No. So that that's hurt. that's why that's the see, and that's and that's and that's the cycle, right? That's the cycle right there. That's the thing that people want to keep on here. So now right. I don't like people to touch me because they exactly. that I got. Exactly. That you say you didn't get an apology for, and then sometimes you're not gonna get an apology. Right? right, so the stigma of you going to try to heal yourself, fix yourself, is an issue. Exactly. It's not an issue for me because I want you to be the best version of yourself. Right. It's an issue for other people who don't want you to, because they don't want to heal. Because right. if you heal, your healing is going to affect me, and your healing is going to make me be accountable to the shit that I did to you. And I don't want you to make me feel like. What I did to you was wrong because now Mm -hmm. I gotta say to myself, I did something fucked up to Keisha. Right. I have to say, I did something fucked up. Yeah. I can't say. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Because the people don't want to be held accountable for their actions and the part that they played or the role that they played in whatever traumatic uh, experience that was for that next person. Right. Because your healing is gonna affect me. Yeah. Your healing is gonna say, 
I did that to her. Mm. Right, right. So the stigma to us going to get help is also us pointing fingers at everybody that's done something to us. Mm -hmm. So we can't sit here and just sit here and suffer by ourselves and say, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to fix myself because then I got to call out my mama, mm -hmm. I got to call out my dad, mm -hmm. I got to call out my grandma, mm -hmm. I got to call out my uncle, mm -hmm. I got to call out my aunt. So now the whole family the is elders. Right, the elders you are taught not to talk to, talk about, or be disrespectful right. to. Because when it's something that they don't think is uh right. It being disrespectful. Right. It's you know, don't, you know, why did you say this or why did you say that? You know, if that's disrespectful, no, it's just my truth. It's your truth, but it hurt my feelings that your truth hurt my feelings. But you did it to me. But you did it to but me. But you did it to me. That's I have true. to be mindful of who you are and what you are, but I can't say. Mm -hmm. So I gotta suffer in silence. I can't go seek help because if I seek help, then I'm telling someone outside of our household our business. Exactly. So, so we can't go talk to a counselor because now somebody else know our dirty secrets, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because we are, we are portraying this image to the world that we're all together, that we're put together. I have my, I have everything going for myself. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But deep inside, I'm still this little bitty girl that's crying because this happened to me, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm just going through life, getting over, getting over, and never a. a attacking the real issue right. and then it's showing up whenever I'm in an argument with somebody or whenever I meet new people or whenever I'm, I'm in the middle of the night and then I can't breathe because now I got anxiety. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So then that leads to depression. Mm. So then that leads to drug use because I can't even deal with who I am because I got so much stuff that I didn't try to get over and get over and get over and get over, but no one wants to address that. No one says, hey man, I know you went through a lot. And it's so sad though, because like you said, you don't went over this, went through this, went through all these different phases and stages. Man, look. And a lot of times, sometimes we get older and older and older that we forgot the reason why we even the way that we it's, are. You know, because it was you, never addressed. Sometimes we suppress something to yeah. us so far in yeah. the back of our conscience, in the back of our mind, that we start to accept it and just say, This is the way right. I am. Listen. Listen. It is not the way that you are. Right. It is your this is your protection to yourself, or this is um what do they call it? Your um this is your uh Oh my God! What is on tip of my tongue? I don't know. Um, what is it? What is defense it? mechanism? Oh, okay. This is what you do <laughs> when you feel that you're attacked, but you're not really being attacked. But it's just like a trigger for you. Right, right. It's certain things. You know what I'm saying? So it, it this goes deep and wide. Um, okay. I was reading um a article from USC uh, Why Mental Health. Uh huh. Um. And it states here um, in the African-American community, mental health uh, issues are often compounded by the psychological stress of sy systematic racism, systemic, sorry, racism. As a result, African-American adults are 20% more likely to report serious psychological distress than white adults. What's more seeking mental health <clears throat> care is stigmatized within many black communities 
and just one in three African Americans who struggle with mental health issues will ever receive one in three. treatment. One in three. But let me, one let in me, three. But let me go back because when I say slavery, oh, listen, but when I say that the trauma from that man, listen, y'all, you, it, it, it's generations deep. We're generations deep into into that, and it's said right here, like they've done so many studies on this, and but I, yeah, you see, mm. and Slavery black community and black communities to seek both physical and mental health care can often be attributed to a general distrust of the medical establishment. This distrust is not without merit. Historically, African Americans have been misdiagnosed at yep. higher rates than white they patients have. and black communities have been exploited by the u.s government and medical community in the name of medical advancement they have i agree Man. so post-traumatic stress so slavery is post-traumatic stress is a byproduct of slavery right mm -hmm. i never was enslaved however i am not physically. I, I not physically mentally emotionally I was enslaved because my ancestors were slaves, then they raised children that were slaves, and then they raised children that were slaves, and then here you have me who, this, we're breaking generational curses, right? We're breaking the bondage, we're breaking the stigmatisms, we're breaking the things that held our parents and their parents hostage. So, I okay. Let, this is how deep we go. I remember I'm probably 13, 12, like, mm, okay. 13. My parents, they got their divorce. So we go to court. They say, who do you want to stay with? I'm 13. You can't make that decision. I say, I love both of my parents the same, right. but I want to go to school in Sykeston. Sykeston happened to be where my daddy lived. All right, mm -hmm. so I'm thinking I'm making a good decision because I didn't say I like my daddy more than I like my mama, and I didn't say I like my mama more than I like my dad. But my decision hurt both of my parents. Mm -hmm. So consciously, now I can't make a decision mm -hmm. at 13. So I'm living my life 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, so forth, so forth not able to make a real decision about my life because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So those kind of things are the things that we repress and then it shows up in who we date, what job we take, how we wear our hair, how confident we are, mm -hmm. the things we say, act, even acting out. Yeah. Even acting out is a byproduct. Of a, a mental illness yes, that we is. don't address, right? So it's like, um, hey Virgil, hey, hey Virgil. Deacon, Virgil, wanna come? You in. wanna come on, Virgil? Yeah, let Virgil come because he wants to say something. Um, so, but just being able to acknowledge, like, getting back to a place where mentally, and that's why you gotta talk to a counselor. Right. I, I feel like my first time ever speaking to a counselor was because I went to a doctor's appointment after I had a miscarriage and she sent me to this, this doctor 
that's counseling, because she said I was listless. And I was like, well, it's raining. You know, so we like to blame our moods on. We like to blame our mental health on other factors, like maybe it's raining. So I'm sad because it's raining. Or I didn't sleep well. Or, you know, we don't never like to say why we had, like, the feelings that we had. We don't like to dig into them. So I'm in there talking to this counselor, and I'm really feeling like she's doing a, a horrible job. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like she was doing such a horrible job. Why? Because, I mean, so the stuff that she was saying, right, like, because she was like, well, do you think the world would be a better place if everybody was like, you? I'm like, yeah, because I think I'm dope as fuck. So she's like, well, you're a narcissist. I never, Why? Just saying that. I, I never even thought of me thinking that. Though. She's like, it takes different kind of people to make up the world. I said, cool. Mm-hmm. I got you. I, I, see how, I don't see where you're going. I see what you're cooking. So then she said, um, what do you do when you get upset? I said, I do what everybody else does, which is I get over it. And even now, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't like to react to everything that makes me upset mm-hmm. because I don't like my reaction to a lot of things because I had two extremes and I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, the, um, that's, I'm being honest. So she said, that's Reese's. That's Reese's. That's definitely her ass. So she says, when someone makes you upset, you need to respond then. So she gave me an exercise. So she was like, try to do it. So I ended up in jail. So, but I now I ended up in jail not because of the of of the uh it's some compounding factors, but I ended up in jail right. because I reacted. Right. She said, mm-hmm. if somebody do something to you, tell them they did something to you. So you tell somebody they did something to you, then they want to do something else to you. So it's like, it's not healthy for me to address everything somebody do to me. Absolutely not. But she said, it is not healthy for me to also have the buildup of things because I will explode. So there's a difference when it comes to you speaking how you're feeling. What you're doing is expressing how you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Even though action is an expression, um, it's not your feelings that are the, that's the issue, right? What's the issue is, is how somebody react. No. <laughs> It's how you react to those feelings. That's, what, That's what make things right or wrong. It's how you react to those feelings. But how, how is my like, action wrong? Listen, listen. So what I'm saying is, if somebody wants to do something to you, and you recognize that it made you feel a certain way, then yes, you should have Well, sometimes I feel like it's tired of play, depending on where this thing happened. Okay. Well, you need to address it with that person and say, hey. Okay. But you need to be in a space, a headspace, where you can articulate how you're feeling without all uh, the quote unquote emotion around it. That's where the problem is because yeah. when you get emotional yeah. and you have all that's when you start to then start to react rational, irrational, irrational. Okay, you start reacting irrational because you're emotional. Yeah. So you need to process what had just happened. Right. And then you speak on it. At that point it makes that person aware. Yeah. And at that point they are aware. That's it. That, that's it at that point. Now you have a decision to make. Yeah. 
right? And I have a decision to make about how you're going to deal with those people as far as your relationship with them. After that, then you, you have to move how you're going to move. Okay. But when you get into a place where you're going to be arguing, fighting, and all that, for what? Okay. Because what is four agreements with yeah. number two? Let's see. What's number two? Um, you don't have to do what number two. What don't take it? things personal. And the thing about it is, especially when it comes to people's opinions, because anybody's opinion has absolutely nothing to do with oh, no, it. It is a reflection yeah. of them. And but, maybe their insecurities, whatever it is they have to go have going on. However, if you if you agree with whatever it is they're saying, then, then that then that's the deep, there we go. But that's all the time it becomes true is when you when you when are I, not making the line of it, yeah, you agree with that. So but let me just say this is what we live by y'all. Yeah, that's why I brought it up there. Um, agreements. Get it. And we will be we will be better off our driver. But let let me just say this though, because not again, we're talking about mental health issues, right? Mental health issues don't just mean that you're schizophrenic or bipolar. Depression is a mental health issue. Yes. So if I'm already suffering from a mental health issue, I don't. You're not going to react in a rational way when think because you're at you're you're responding to this event from all of these other events. Mm -hmm. So where she's saying right. to release the event as it happens, mm -hmm. I didn't agree with that. Like I said, I ended up in jail. So because of your reaction, because of my reaction, because see, so if somebody somebody busts your window out your car, your, if your reaction is to bust that window out, that was your reaction. But if my reaction is to burn that car up, that's my reaction. Who's to say which reaction was wrong? If well, you here's did something the thing, to though. me, I, I get where you're at. Well. Think me. If you want to no, do something, think me. No, mm. no. Hold on, though. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying. However, there's always consequences and repercussions. It is consequences. It's always consequences and repercussions, whether it's negative or positive. Whatever action you do, there is a consequence yes. or a repercussion that's coming yes. after that. Now, whether it's possible, I mean, whether it's, it's positive or negative, you know what I'm saying? Is something's going to be beneficial or detrimental? Now that's where that comes in, at. right? So you just didn't get up. Let's be real. No, it's, it's not my fault that your reaction was to be petty and mine was because forty-eight laws of power mm -hmm. state to t kill your enemy totally, mm. so that you don't have to worry about it another day. I don't think yeah. they meant that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so if you sit here and you. Bust my window, mm -hmm. and then I burn your whole car up. Mm -hmm. Who was wrong? Both y'all. You shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't have messed with my car. Both y'all. You shouldn't have touched my car. My car wasn't bothering you. My car was minding its own business. If you didn't like the actions of your boyfriend being seen with me, then that's your that's your business. That my car didn't never did shit to you. So when your car get burnt up, then who fault is that? Yours. It's your fault. No, it's not. It's your fault. But you just said you cause still. and effect. Because you chose to bust my no, windshield, I, I, I effectively 
First, first of all, what you ain't gonna do? What you not gonna do? So you took, I understand, I say cause and effect, but that was based on your actions, not somebody else's actions. So if you decided, they if they decided to bust your windows, okay, okay fine. Okay. They're still the consequence repercussion for them. Okay. Now, okay. if you took, and, and instead of you doing whatever you, you know, the quote unquote legal way, and you decided, hey, well, you, you broke my window, so let me go big, I'm gonna burn your car, but guess what? There's still a little consequence and repercussion gonna come after that. For you and your And you're right. Right. So but you're talking about her people with yeah. mental illnesses. Her people, her people, her people. Hey, so now that I am older and I mm -hmm. I found myself, I understand certain things. But when again mm -hmm. they don't tell black people it's okay to talk to somebody. Matter of fact, they frown up on that's the stigma. The stigma is you black people are strong. We don't need nobody. Mm. I I'm tired of hearing how strong black women are because black women are weak and vulnerable too. Absolutely. Black women are not strong. Stop saying you a strong black woman because really I'm not strong. I have to be strong. But it is tiring and I am tired. Black women are tired. Black women do not want to be strong every day. Do you know how many black women probably cry in the shower or just bust out in tears in the middle of their day? Only because they are tired. But the stigma, what? What's the question? Hold on. The stigma to it all is the stigma is black people can't talk to nobody. If we talk to somebody, we weak. But that's again, that 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 goes right back to these these generational. That's why we gotta be stigmatized. Uh, habits. This. So, okay, Tangi, uh, we have a guest that's about to come on. We got Virgil on. Um, come on, guys. So, well, let me read what Tangi said. It's, it's absolutely right. Um, Tangi <laughs> Culberson says it's never a great idea to fight fire with fire in high tension situations like that. But most of the time, people learn better from being burnt a little bit more, like a little bit from the flames. Ooh, yeah, that's that's so true. Though. That's true. Tandy. That is so 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 Tandy. so true. But Tandy, we're talking about mental illnesses, right? Post traumatic stress. People don't even know that being able to just say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna get over it," is a sign of post traumatic stress. Depression is a sign of a mental illness. So these are the decisions that fuel, when you fight fire with fire, you are normally suffering from some type of mental illness. So this is what I'm gonna do. We're gonna bring Virgil on, guys. Um, the Reverend. He's shaking his head. We're gonna bring Virgil on. And also, Tangi, if you wanna come on, um, I'm uh, click that link that's up at the top of the uh, comments, okay? Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and bring Virgil on right now. We're gonna add him to our stream. Hey, Virgil. What's hey, good? What's going on? Good Not to a... see you, sir. These ladies is looking lovely as usual. Well, thank you very well, much. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank Always you. Always the Reverend, Reverend General. I'm I just. Like to make a <laughs> guy, General. 
I just believe a little bit more than in some people. That's it. Okay, well, that's fine. So what do you have to say about us destigmatizing mental health issues in the black community? What is your intake on that? You can, you can, you can only go from moving forward because you can't change. You can only change how you behave now. So instead of telling your boys to suck it up, because I mean, like, think about it. If a black woman is weak and she can cry to her homegirls and it's okay, she can cry to her mom and it's okay, her dad and it's okay. Who can a who can a black man cry to? And it's okay. Anybody, but when you mm. cry, no, no, I'm saying no, they can, but like society doesn't accept that. No, but you can't really cry to your to your homegirl to your parent because then guess what they're gonna say? Suck it up. It's gonna be okay. And in that moment, well, but it's even gonna it's gonna okay. be okay. It does. No, it's gonna it, be okay. It's just their way of trying to help you cope. But, but again, but, that's our way of overlooking. But they're not saying. But they're not saying that you're weak, or to stop crying just because you're crying. Like they, it's generally accepted. Even if you think about sports, like girls get away with crying and get out of suicides. No, they don't. I did suicides all the time. No, no, we did, we okay. never got out of um, suicides. No. That's not accurate. Like percentage base wise, it is accurate. <laughs> like, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. Percentage base wise. Percentage base wise, that's what happens. That women but, get, they start crying, they get out of things. But boys, it don't matter. Oh, you you, you threw up on the Black football women. field. Black you women are looked at are perceived as being angry yep. or but but that's coming from a different place than you being hurt. Like what? what I'm saying is y'all y'all do have places of shelter where a man doesn't. Like a man can't be weak and a man can't be aggressive. A black man can't be weak and he can't be aggressive. Okay, I can see you being a black man. You saying that, but we you have more places than a black woman to go to for yes. yes how many yes. men? How many how many men's houses refuge houses are there? How many men's safe houses are there? They only have the women because they have women with kids. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They only, they only, they only they have do it what? For kids. It's they, not really they only have what for a woman. It's not right. really it belittles the woman because they sit there and you just leave. If you're leaving a domestic violence situation, they're telling you they're still dictating everything that you do, do too. Yeah. But so you still be you ain't being controlled. You have a self place. You have a safe place and multiple locations that you can go to. Where if we don't get in line by twelve to get into the one shelter by six, you know, like we suck it up. Like y'all have multiple avenues of places to go. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to I'm not trying to marginalize the we the female struggle at all. <laughs> I'm not trying to marginalize the female struggle at all. But I'm just saying as to move forward, the only thing to do is to teach your kids differently. Yeah, that's true. And that's why I said that's why we have to make it okay to talk to professionals about depression, about post-traumatic stress. We have to stop frowning on people that seek out help from counselors and saying that we don't want people in our household. Don't put these people in our business. Like what happens at this house stays it in this house. house. That's, that's an unhealthy thing to tell someone. 
Right. Especially if what's happening in the household but, is killing me in the inside. But what you're doing is telling me to fix a problem by only telling me the problems, which eventually locks you into the problem. Exactly. Because, because now you're telling what happened, what happened, this is what happened. You're going back into that emotional-based state right. where nothing can happen. Okay. Because you saw, did you see Precious? Mm. Did you see yes. the movie Precious? Yes. So when Precious was getting help from Mariah Carey, or whatever her name was in the character, it was what was said, it, it was wrong. Right. But Monique knew. Monique wanted to continue to receive the benefits, yeah. but don't say you need help until Precious ends up being pregnant for baby number two by her dad. Right. But this is what happened at baby number so, one. So how do you how do you how do you foster relationships to alleviate that? Because you can tell all the circumstances of why this happens or when this happens or what made this happen, but we have to we have to tell people it's okay to talk to somebody. That's the way you foster that and alleviate those but issues. It, but it's, but you but can't that's not heal it yourself in the same place you got sick. That's that's not necessarily true. If I'm but, being molested in this house, I'm not gonna find healing in this house is if my molester is there. Right. I'm not going to find healing from my knowing that my mom gave me to my dad to have sex with. I'm not so, going to find healing in that place. I, I'm not going to. You, you can't get healed in a place where you're your, your, your premise is assuming that the other party is not trying to change as well. Okay. So how do you change from that though? How could you be one minute Molesting your daughter, and then the next minute, um, let's just forget that happened. Because now, now because that's even that's even adding on to the post traumatic stress, right? Because you are still my abuser. Because it's not, it's not a let's forget this has happened. That's not how you heal. Like that's the common misperception. Time heals all. It doesn't. It doesn't I heal nothing. Acknowledging heals. Acknowledging. Not, not even acknowledging. Acknowledging doesn't heal because you just acknowledge somebody busted your window, so you burnt their car up. So, <laughs> so it doesn't. Acknowledging, acknowledging, acknowledging. Not knowing how to deal with her emotions. But acknowledging, in a lot of circumstances, is what is what is what triggers these symptoms of mental illness because I'll acknowledge it. That doesn't mean I'm going to change it. But I have to have, I have to know how to change it. I have to have somebody that knows some skills to teach me that I can, when I see this surface right. up in my life that I'm able to move off. Maybe I count to 10. Somebody tells me, oh, count to 10 or sing your favorite song. Do something that's going to counter that emotional response from the action, because I'm not responding from you directly today. I'm responding from what happened to me when I was sick. Yes, and and that person needs to take the same same stance as be like, yo, I did this for so long. It's it repentance, forgiveness, apologies, all of that is actions. If you just acknowledge it and express it, 
that doesn't mean anything. It's not until it turns into a, a action to rectify what you was doing that anybody can really heal. So for healing to really happen, all parties involved have to be working towards the same goal. And if somebody's being malicious, that's it, it, it might not never happen. That's why people can't heal in the same place they were hurt is because it's initially malicious. Okay, but that but that we just said that because my healing would make you accountable for what you've done to me. How many people are like just because I'm ready for healing to start in my life doesn't mean that you're ready for healing to start in your life. So yes, so so participate. That's true. I agree with that. But at the same time, forgiveness is what heals you. It's about forgiveness. Because that's what frees you from all that. Like you don't you won't you won't tell these stories like it just happened yesterday okay. when you truly forgive and it's like and you move on. But that you just say I just said that's the issue in the black community also. Black people don't know how to let go. I won't marginalize it to black people, but well, I understand what you're saying. Did a study, she did it on black people, and she said that to sum it up, black people don't know how to let go. Stop. What was what was the numbers of her her statistics? I, mean, I don't remember the actual. Number. Not not enough to say black people. And my point. You know what? First of all, let me just point maybe out. if it, maybe you if don't it was know black, maybe America, sir, don't ask me about no no stereotypes, no numbers. No, 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 I I know statistics though. I don't care about history as far as it affects everything around the world. Like you, you have a chance to learn that if you see something's going improperly, you can look all that up. That's why none of it matters. But, but she, she did a study, and, and you do agree the fact that people don't know how to look up. Yes, okay. that is tough. Okay. But so, to say black people, to say black people means she at least had to do seventy percent. Of all black people. Okay, well, well, maybe, maybe the numbers are skewed. There. Well, I mean, statistics yeah. ain't nothing but getting a group of people, no matter how what the size is, and making a probability, a probability, uh, yeah, probability. So it's not facts either way it goes, you know. So I mean, okay, but but let's let's say this thing. So like, if, like, if, if she did, if she took that, let go. Then why are we still? Why are we still dealing with stuff that happened during slavery? Why do we still have the same slave mentality? Hmm. If black people knew how to let go. Because they don't know how to move forward. So they don't know how to let go. That's not the same. Because I they don't, we're, we're not hope, we're not. Moving forward requires you to let go. No. I can't no. move forward and hold on. No, you can't. But moving forward is not, is not codependent on letting go. Because moving forward means that you have to have foresight of a direction to move better. And that's what we don't have. Well, we lack the people. education on how to move forward. We or don't, the know how. Explain to me how to, explain to me yellow and I've never seen before. The sun. I, okay, the sun. I, I've never seen before. So what? Is, how are you? How are you? How are you going to describe? I'm telling yellow? you, this is how I will tell you what yellow is. This is yellow. Okay. This. Oh wait. Like you've never seen a banana before. 
never okay, yeah, I never I'm blind. I'm blind. you're blind. From, from life, I'm blind. You can't describe if you're blind, I'll say it's a bright they color. Don't know <laughs> there we go. Now you, that's what so that's what I'm saying. You can't do better if you don't know better. And we don't have proper have... go ahead. No, go ahead. That's why we have to that's why we have to say it's okay to talk to people that, that do know. Yes. So that's why we're saying to destigmatize these mental health issues, like number one, by saying what happened in my house stays in my house. We have to stop saying that because you should be able to talk to somebody about something. Who says that? Black people say that. I don't say that. I'm black, I think. <laughs> have you ever heard it? What happened in my house stayed in my of house? Of course. I've said it before. <laughs> I have. Okay, I have said it before. <laughs> And I also said, I better know before anybody else know, don't let something happen. So don't so let that, don't, don't do something and I have to hear from somebody else. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come to yeah. So I need to know. So we do say that in our oh, but our, I guess the moral of my story is it's easier to move forward if you don't base it on the past. And you're trying to find new ways. So if you're saying, how many times have you heard that? It's not helping me move forward. How many times have people said this? It's like, we, you need to speak positivity and speak life into it. Not, not the change that's been holding us back. Mm -hmm. But I'm being devil's advocate. You only move forward by acknowledging. It's what not true. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Because it's not true. I, I, I give you I give you a million dollars right now. What 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 are you thinking about in your past? If you gave me a million dollars right now, and if I didn't address the stuff that happened in no, my no, past, no, I would no, be no, no. Why do you I'm, think MC, look at MC Hammer? Let's talk about MC Hammer. Poor money management. It 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 was psychological shit. Yeah, it was psychological okay, so, shit. If you have to, that's why you can't give. Even when you have these okay, okay. what you can't you give them all much money up front because guess what? Stop. They still got passed. What, what I'm saying is, I eliminate all your problems. I give you the keys to the world. The first thing is, you're you're not going to say when I was six years old. But my habits, my habits. The things that show up in my life are gonna be from when I was six years old because I didn't. I did so, not. So, so, so you're telling. So you're telling me you haven't grown. That's what I'm you're, telling. You're telling. You're telling me. You're telling me, me. You're not gonna try to expand the thrift shop. You're telling me you're not going to. You're not gonna uh, try to cross national national borders, become international, because. Your hurt has kept you from getting to where you are. So now that you have the keys to go somewhere or place else, you're going to revert to trying to I deal would, with all I that other stuff. I'm a good example because so I acknowledge the pain. Well, here's something that we have to acknowledge. And I understand where you're coming from and what you're saying. But even hmm, at the end of the day, we have to do the personal development, whether that is uh, dealing with past traumas. Uh, different types of behaviors that we have, which may have been caused from past trauma, because you can give us a million, five million, ten million, a billion dollars today, 
you giving us that much amount of money, guess what it's going to do? It is going to reveal who we are. It is going to reveal who you really are. So those bad habits that you have, those different, um, those, those nasty ways, whatever it is, are going to get magnified. magnified even more. So it's about dealing with, quote unquote, those things of our past, dealing with what we're dealing with right now, fixing yes. those things within ourselves first in order to be able to be, to receive whatever it is, you know, that, that big thing right there, that money or whatever it is that you want. Because when you get it, you ain't even going to be able to handle it or it ain't be able to handle you because you have not did the personal development to be able to sustain it. Yes. And you can't skip that part. You just no. can't say, I'm going to forget what happened to me and try to move forward. You can't. But you'll never, you'll never get to that part if you're holding on to what was keeping you back. I said that. I said that. I said you can't move forward okay. if you can't let go. You have to let go. You have to let go. At some point, you have to say, I'm done with this. But let me ask, what is letting go, though? Because see, letting go could be moving around it. Instead of hitting your head on and going straight through, knocking down. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it, letting go can still be depressing. Yeah. Letting go, just because you're moving forward, don't mean that you dealt with it. Or letting go, letting yeah, letting go doesn't mean that you've healed. Right. Right. No, because that's what black people do. They they let go, but they they bury it. Right. They bury it. Right. They bury it. Well, people. I'm not I'm only talking about black people. Well, that's what the I'm black. Is. That's what the I'm black. Yeah. So I'm addressing my community and I can't speak for the other communities because I'm not in that community. And I don't see it happening in that community. I can only speak about what I see mm -hmm. and who I'm around and how I see post-traumatic stress in black people, mm -hmm. how I see depression in black people, mm -hmm. how I see um, schizophrenia or, you know, people on drugs. Like, so many people are on drugs because they don't know how to get yeah. over trauma. Mm -hmm. They ain't on drugs because they just want to get high. They getting high because they trying to escape reality because they don't know how to let go. Yeah. So what? What's your fix for this? What's my fix? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. The solution that we can do. I'm glad you asked that because things can change. Mm -hmm. One, we have to be They're aware. Not. We have They're to not. be aware They're of not. the stigmatisms that surround mental health issues in our community. We got we gotta stop making names for them. We gotta stop thinking that it's something else when it's something else. We gotta we gotta call a thing a thing. Mm -hmm. We gotta call a snake a snake, a dog a dog, and we gotta just stop making shit be what we want it to be. And you gotta you, we gotta stop doing that. You can't do that. First of all, you can't do that by yourself. You can't. And you can't God, I love God. You love God. I love I know y'all love God, God. God. but look, <laughs> God is only gonna do. You what you do the work for? Come on. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. You can't say God healed me and you ain't trying to get healed. Come on. You gotta put the if you just take a faith of a muscle. So, <laughs> so so the crust of your thing is self-accountability is more important than anything versus letting go and right. Because if I lie to myself, I can't I can't even do anything if I'm lying to myself, right? And then educate, you gotta educate yourself. 
You gotta have that. You gotta you gotta educate yourself on 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 different challenges that you have. Right. You know you gotta seek out to say, well, how can I how can I move forward? How can I get over something that I don't know how to address? You have to seek that education for yourself. Oh, and I mean those are some of the things, and then you just gotta just be aware of your attitude about it. So when you know it's something that's gonna make you feel down, then change your attitude, right? If the color blue used to make me sad, I need to do happy shit with blue so I can change my attitude about the color blue. Before I agree. That's, that's, that's what I feel. Before I agree. You agree with me? Oh, I agree. I feel so good about that. Amazing. That was refusing uh, to service people who, excuse me, man, they don't approve. It's okay. <laughs> it was a restaurant that was just, that was refusing to service people who were not vaccinated, um, and it stated that the reason why is because their like majority of the staff had become uh, infected with COVID. Um, it just was very uh, challenging for the restaurant, right? And then I just saw also earlier today, um, a family member of mine had posted um, something similar where there was a young lady speaking about a situation with a physician um, and stating that, okay, the physician refused to see patients that were not fully vaccinated. And so they were basically saying, because of these things, this is just what the post was saying, you know, not, it's not my opinion, this is just what I read or what I saw, and it was on Instagram, um, that now, because of these, oh, we're all going to be, it's going to be mandated. So, for everybody to get vaccinated. So, here's my thing. I am not stating that it's not eventually going to be mandatory. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's whichever wind blow right now. We're not mandatory to mandated to get vaccinated for the flu vaccine. I honestly don't see it yet as far as for COVID. However, I understand these quote unquote business owners refusing services. And the reason why I say that is because these are business owners. This is a private position, to my understanding. And this restaurant is also you know, a small business and both of them are on private property. So they have, um, they can refuse services to anyone that they want to refuse services to. But because, and that's their choice. And we can always decide to go to a different restaurant. We can always decide to pick another position. And, my, and the thing, and me and, me and uh, Yola was talking about this earlier because she, well, I don't even know where her, her opinion really is about it because she eventually kind of like, I can't understand what you're going with, where you're saying, what you're going through. I mean, what you're, where you're going with it. But my thing was, um, it's no different, in my opinion, as far as a physician, um, than a physician deciding not to take your insurance anymore. 
because uh, I can even say with me and one of my situations some years ago, like the uh, my OBGYN that I was going to Dr. Vatona Naden. Um, <laughs> yes, I call her. <laughs> but no, it's no shade to her. I love her. She was a great physician. She delivered my child, family member, kids. She did surgeries for other family members that I know. You know what I'm saying? She was a great OBGYN. Very ed she educated us. She was amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, had her for over 20 years. And then all of a sudden, um, she decided she might want to take Blue Cross and Shield. And that's what I had. Right. You know, and I couldn't make her take Blue Cross and Shield. That was, was her choice. choice. That was her she choice. is a private physician yeah. at a private facility. And her decision was to not, not uh, accept Blue Cross and Shield anymore. Okay. Due to whatever reasons she had. And because of that, guess what? Even though I was there 20 years plus, Kish can't go find her little man position. Okay. Okay. Now, now go ahead. Okay. So, no. Your doctor made a choice. Mm -hmm. The restaurant owner made a choice. Mm -hmm. who, who else was it? They'll give them to you. Okay. So, so far. How, statistically, <laughs> how many black people are more white people vaccinated than black people? Yes. All right. So then what, what the black people are saying is now that's an infringement upon the constitutional right okay. for the men of 1964 race from the code. Because if, if the majority of black people are not vaccinated, that's a decision. It is a decision. But how and that's what the problem is because people want to make it a black and white thing. And, and that's what they're going to make it. They're going to make it. Make it black and white thing. Make it but it's not a black and white thing because just how, and this, and I'm going to speak for this. Right. Because I've worked in it. There's nobody going to sit here and tell me. Well, I couldn't afford this, or I couldn't afford that. I couldn't get this, I couldn't get that. Because in public health right now, you can go to any local public health, I know in, a, in Georgia, and get the vaccine for free. So I, it's not a black or white thing. You're choosing not to get vaccinated. And okay. that's your decision. And that's that absolutely 1,000% fine. Is. I don't, you know, I don't even have to do it. Right. No, none at all. It has nothing to do with it. None at all. You can wear but your you that same token, though. Yeah. Just like you had a choice to get the vaccine or not to get the vaccine, that uh, small business owner had a choice to service your ass or not. We don't, you don't have to be serviced. You have a small business. And my thing is, I'm, I'm also looking on an opposite, uh, opposite end as well. Because of this and COVID and how things have been, and like this restaurant owner said, his, almost his whole staff was affected. So that, in, in saying that, now you got your whole staff affected who may have affected their entire family. True. Then you have gotten infected but, and it's infected your entire family. So if they made that decision, if they make that decision, but how, are they, how are they going to know? What you mean? I mean, when how you the they do give you a no, card. So they can ask for a card. You should anyway. I, I, I I'm saying, but is that constitutional? Yeah. But even on Don't your you credit card, even when, when you have your credit, but when you have your credit card, right? You want to write your credit card signed on the back legally. I can't ask you for your ID. If your signature on the back of your card match the signature on the slip, mm -hmm. I can't ask you for your ID. So, uh, and they should, right? Because I, I mean, I'm out of compliance on them all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. especially when I go to a restaurant and they say, Can they see my ID? Why? I tell them who I am, I tell them mm -hmm. what I do for a living. Do you still want to see my ID? Mm -hmm. And when they say yes, 
when I get back to work, mm -hmm. I log their ass in. And guess what? And they get a $5,000 fine. But guess what? Even though they technically cannot do whatever, because my car is not back. But guess what, though? They can still deny your service. They can deny me they service. Deny you service. As a private business, exactly. you can deny me service. They can deny service. As, as, as a private business, you can. But if it's mandated, want to wear masks, you see people are not even wearing masks. It is a government mandate. So, see, that, see that's what the thing is. That right there is government mandate. That is government mandate. Right. So you go into a facility and you don't have your mask on, you can't get mad because they tell you your ass. You right, because that's a mandate. That's exactly. a law. They made that a law. Exactly. It's not a law. But also by law, these small businesses that is private owned and private on private property, by law, they have a right to refuse but service. But you can't discriminate. But they have they have a right to do, refuse service, but they don't have a right to know about your medical history. Because that is that's fine. That that's that's so how are they going right. to know? So, that's, so yeah. So, like, like you're not serving me if I'm not vaccinated. You're not serving non-vaccinated It's not people. a HIPAA violation okay. if you, it's not a HIPAA violation if you are telling your medical information. But who is not? I, that's exactly. It's like, yeah. yo, so you're not going to serve me if I don't have a vaccination. Cool. Well, they can ask so, you. They are doing it. They, they are doing it. Ask me what? Actually, 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 honestly, it's not even about if you can prove it or not. That's not what the whole problem. That's not what the issue is. The issue is they don't want to serve people who say they're not vaccinated. I, I, it is what it is. I don't know the logistics in that, but I'm just saying they have that right. They have that they right. They have that right, but they don't have the right. They don't have the right to justify it. So if you just happen to know, be at my same doctor, and my doctor violated patient privilege and told you I wasn't vaccinated. Okay. You know, but other than that, how do you know that you can't serve me? They can ask. Okay, that's that. My medical records is my my own no, business, sir. See, what you're, you're getting at is screwed though, because just because they're asking you, there you have. Okay, so they're asking you, right? You can say yes or no, or you can say you you would you would decide to withhold that information. You're not asking for doc. They're not asking you for documentation. We don't know in what what type of a setting they're asking you. We don't know any of that information. So I'm not even going to say. You know, it's not. I'm not. I can't say how they're asked. But private or what they're doing. But and and if you're working in in um in healthcare, I mean, shit. As an employee, you're not sharing. You're. I mean, everybody has the information there, and you have to sign whatever. You know, what I'm saying as far as hip. And you have to, as, as an employee, you have to protect that person's hip. But if she's working office with me and we and her have to work together on your file, the information I got, she got. And you're not vaccinated. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to serve you still. <laughs> I am vaccinated. You're going word of mouth. However, either way, they can, they can decide to either refuse services or give services, whether it's a doctor's office or whether it's a restaurant. But they and I just want to ask yeah. they're so, already closing off some countries to Italy, people to who are not vaccinated. Right now, you cannot go to Canada if you're not fully vaccinated. So I mean, what's the difference? You cannot go to Canada if you're not fully vaccinated. Well, that's that's a law. There you go. That's so, that's a enforcing a law. Not a law yeah. Exactly. So is that gonna fall under discrimination in a little bit? No. 
But like, but like, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, either way, it's not a constitutional thing because I don't have to tell you my medical history per the Constitution, just like you don't have to service me per the Constitution. Wow. Take your ass and what else can eat? <laughs> well, take, definitely go somewhere else to eat. But no, do I think people should be out affecting other people? I mean, I think I'm, I'm looking at it for both spectrums. You know what I'm saying? I want to be looking at it for both. Okay. If they know they are sick, why would you want to be out anymore? Because people, that's what people do. And that's just rude. For example, for example, my dear friend, one of my dear friends, her, um, rest in peace, her daughter had passed. Right? And this is last year. Um, November 11th, matter of fact. And uh, right after that, we did a celebration of life. Right? Now, when that happened, you know, nobody, even those that quote-unquote are sick or know that they had been around someone who had COVID, guess what they did? They, they came, up. they still showed up because they wanted to pay their respects. Oh my God, I'm this, I'm so upset. And we understand that, you're mourning too. But guess what, we just put everybody in danger. Because guess what happened? On Thanksgiving Day, I woke up, me and my mom. And I'm more terrified for my mom than anything. Me, my mom, and my best friend, all three of us woke up Thanksgiving morning, COVID. It just simply be from the same, it had to be from the same person because that's the only time all three of us are together at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? So people don't care. Well, that's, that's people cool. also are curious. Everybody don't, everybody don't, don't actually have, um, get sick. Some people are asymptomatic. Yeah, they are. They are curious. You know what I'm saying? Children are one of the biggest carriers of COVID. Mm -hmm. And then they want to put all these kids back in school. Children are the most it's disgusting creatures on earth. Oh, they are yeah, so, so it's just like, thank God that it was short-lived for me and my mom, and she to this day is still in the night. I'm talking about your mama. <laughs> She's I like, I had a head cold. No, Shadi, that was cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. It, it, was, it well, is what it is. But I felt so bad because I just, and my mom been staying safe. She been doing this. She been right. doing that. And we've been tested. I was at that time. I was being tested at least every other week. Mm -hmm. I've been working in it. And the thing about it is for me working in it from like March to, of the year before, never had a positive COVID test and was out there in the thick of it to let my guard down one time because I want to support my family. Yeah. And boom, there we go. So just thinking about that and then thinking about, for example, you being a business owner, being in your own store, Having employees and having them there, and you know the child good because you made sure the child good, and then you had to come in contact, and it was affected to everybody in your yeah. store. You lost money, you almost lost your life. You probably didn't gave it to your family, whatever, 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 because we had somebody that was responsible. Yeah, even even going into people's homes though, yeah, foreign services. I'm like, now like. Like I'm around these people, you really, and they don't really even know how to transmit the virus in their house transmitted. They don't know all the details, so you really just don't know, and you really do need to be safe. And since the numbers are going up, if if they don't want you at y'all at their restaurant because you ain't got your vaccination, then go go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It ain't even gotta be a thing. 
I mean, we are our brother's keeper. Yeah. I'm your keeper. You're my keeper. We have to make sure that each other is safe. And it's and not I think that kind of pisses me off sometimes. I don't understand people don't want to protest. They want to do something over there. They don't protest about over that wine restaurant or whatever. My thing is, damn, y'all got options. They do got options. You straight up got But nobody but, wants But that's what's wrong with, that's what's wrong with the media now. Because this is all the media's fault. Because why am I even hearing about this store not Servicing somebody. Because like we're going to turn that into a discrimination. So, yeah, this like getting to, the, getting to the root this of it. This is a big topic. This is going to be huge. I'm, listen to me. You're going to not be able to get a job if you're not vaccinated. Jobs are okay. going to stay. Let's say, let's say that's true. You know when that happens? When does that happen? When it's FDA approved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So when they become so until, until then, what, you can't go to public school unless you got an MMR. Exactly. Measles, but, and, and, what, and what does that mean? All of those are FDA approved. And but but right. So when but it that, becomes FDA approved, so are they trying let's, to let this let's say let's say I let's say I don't have my COVID vaccination and me being a military member, that says a whole lot about the actual vaccine itself. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? No yes, it does. No I have no. I've take. They've made me take smallpox. They've made me take anthrax. They made me take hepatitis, polio, MMR, mm-hmm. penicillin. Mm-hmm. They make me take all of that. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they have the proof to back up that whatever they're trying to claim it does, it does. Mm-hmm. They haven't made me take this COVID vaccine. And you know why? Think about because it's not FDA approved. It's not even. It's not. It's not it, yeah, but at the same token, you got to think about this. Every last one of those things that you talked about, all boss, not all of them, but most of them were or had been either a pandemic or epidemic way before your time. Okay? So there have been studies and studies and studies and studies for this and for that. That's why it became mandatory for it to be dissolved in our communities. And that's what basically happened. That's why you have these kids have to get that vaccine. So we don't have people around here too much anymore seeing them with measles, with mumps, with rebellion. When back in two back back in nineteen ninety uh yeah nineteen ninety five is when they came up with the varicella shot for children. Did they have it with us? No. Guess what we got? Chicken pox. Okay. So now you got the varicella. The varicella shot. They get that now. My child ain't have uh. Didn't have chicken pox. Is yours? I don't recall having chicken pox. Didn't have chicken pox. But my thing is, this is no different than the cycles of everything else that has happened. This pandemic epidemic has just happened. So, of course, there is it's a lot that's going into that. You're right. It's not FDA approved yet. However, it becomes FDA approved. I would not say that it would not become mandatory. But that's why they have a major. It's not enough there. It's not. Like you said, it's just not enough there. But those things you were made to do. So, like you said, best believe it's going to be mandatory. After they figure it out. Once, once they figure out if it's airborne or not airborne, or but what I'm saying is, years on top of years, almost decades before this stuff happened. That's my thing. People forget that that everything these vaccines that we have to take now, or that our kids had to take, or that we had to take as kids, they ain't nobody bitching about that. Anybody don't nobody bitch about that really. You, I mean, as far as the majority, let me say that because you do have some people that's just totally against everything. That's fine. That's their problem. But at the same token, this is something brand new to us. Mm-hmm. 
But a vaccine had already been in the works because of the other. So it's been around. It's been around since the fifties. Because the other different coronaviruses that we already have. I just want to point out though, it is on on the calendar for the FDA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have reviewed it several times with with pushback. So I don't know, maybe. You know I mean? It will get it will get approved when they it when will. they find out some tunes. When it doesn't give blood clots, when it doesn't, when it doesn't cause uh, aneurysms, when it doesn't do a lot of things that people are affected by, mm-hmm. they will. It will get approved they when they properly test it. I'm still like I, this because the flu vaccine still is not even mandatory. So I mean, and and, people still and the numbers are basically the same. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. We're taking small situations. What I'm saying is people are taking small situations. Like what I was just talking about, the restaurants, the physicians, whatever, whatever, and saying, oh, because of this, this is what's about to happen. And I'm like, hold on, y'all reaching for a minute. There's a lot of things that have to, that has to be dealt with prior to all that, if that's even becoming mandatory. The flu has been around for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? There's different strands of the flu. That's how they come up with the H1N1 and all that mm-hmm. stuff, because there were so many different strands of the flu that they had to come up with something that can actually come back all these different strains. And that's what you have now. But the flu was never designed for you to not get the flu. It was, it was designed for you not to die from the flu. That's what people not understand. And I think then this is how that COVID vaccine is, is, is actually designed. They're all in the same family. I don't think it's going to be mandatory, no time soon, but I mean, it don't matter to me. Hey, right. If you, <laughs> it, you get vaccinated, you right. don't get vaccinated. They require you to be vaccinated to go to their location. You just limit yourself to the places that you can go. Then you have to, I mean, it's just a new form of living for everybody. So, mm-hmm. um, but guys, we, we went over 11 minutes. So, mm-hmm. before we get off with you, what's your closing thoughts on destigmatizing mental health issues in the Black community? Um, self-accountability, holding yourself accountable for what you can control and mm-hmm. trying to figure out better ways to build and forget about what's holding you down because nothing around you ever gets easier. You just get stronger mm. at the end of the day. Okay. Well, well mm. we thank you for always being a friend. Man, bro, show. you got to send you some gifts. Hey, listen, like? we, we trying to go to Tucson. We trying to be in Tucson. <laughs> it's here. Yeah. See this beautiful sun sunset. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, what time is it out there? Seven thirty ish, eight o'clock, something like that. Seven thirty. Twenty two. Maybe when his schedule's free up, he could actually come in person and sit up. Maybe there. So thank you very much. I didn't hear that slick comment. I wasn't sleeping very something was very nice. I said when your schedule frees up. Maybe you can come down. I oh, mean, yeah. listen. I think I think October I become free except for some some bookings I already have. So, well, get your bookings on, and baby, thank you so much for coming. And we're gonna do our closing thoughts, and we'll chat with you later. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Later. 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 Closing thoughts for me. Um, 
acknowledgement, acknowledgement, yeah. accountability, mm-hmm. all that. All Mine that. is acknowledgement, right? Yeah. Accountability. Okay. Understanding that you cannot do it by yourself. You cannot. And also understanding and being okay with the fact that other people may not see things your way. Because just like you said earlier, just because you're ready to hear and want to move on, that necessarily mean that they, the people who help cause the, tra- um, the trauma um, are. And so you have to be okay with your truth mm-hmm. and being able to move forward even if those people are not on board. You have to be okay with that because a lot of times we take people, especially our loved ones, our family, our parents, especially our parents, their feelings, and we don't we want to shelter, you know, shelter them. We don't want them to feel bad. We don't right. want to fix. We don't want to fight. And it's like, so how do you how do you get past that? You have to be strong enough to be okay with them not being okay. Exactly. And don't That's let it. don't let them stop them or anybody. Don't let anyone stop you from growing. Right. But in all things, grow. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning thank in. We hope that you in. learned some something. Not even learned something. We hope that you took the time to listen, apply this in your life how it, how it is. If it if it helps you. Use it if it don't help you. You ain't got to. And it's your choice. You you do what you what you're ready for. Um, we'll catch y'all at the beat to the bank. Yes, and we'll catch you guys also next Wednesday, same next time, Wednesday, same, same live time. stream, same time, same, same live stream, with the same with the same dope ass chicks, same so dope ass chicks. <laughs> so listen. I might have a little tan or something, though. Yeah. Trip, you know, oh, yeah, you got a little trip coming up. Beer, beer, beer. I left. Now she's gone. Hey. It's all good. Hey. Oh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Okay. Okay. I love y'all. All right. So we are out, guys. We're out. And guess what? I'm going to not talk.